my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. Yay! I am extra hype because I am coming to you on the eve of my 35th birthday. Whew, man, it just feels like a really grown age. Um, and I don't know if it's grown because, um, it just feels very round, maybe because there's a five at the end of it, maybe because I'm checking a new box on on every form I complete and every survey I fill out and I'm like, dang, really? Okay. I, I guess this is what's happening. Um, but I, I, I haven't had a lot of time or I haven't taken the time to sit and reflect a lot on this year has just like gone by. It feels like, um, uh, this year has been, um, like multiple years all in one. And when I think about it, I think I've said that the last couple of years, I don't know if that's just like a thing that happens the older we get, like so much happens. <laughs> um, but for, for sure, so much happened this year, which I'll probably share, um, in an episode coming up, like a year in review episode. But, um, yeah, my birthday snuck up on me. Um, I actually thought it was on Thursday and then my husband was like, no, your birthday is on Saturday, which, um, isn't typically normal for me. So when I kind of take a moment now to kind of just think about, um, just have a mini reflection, I just, I just have a whole lot of gratitude because I just feel very blessed and I feel just so happy with where I am in life and the things that I have. Um, and the reason why I feel that way is I know it's only, only, only because of the self-work that I've done. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Um, I am very much, or I was very much of the nature of the grass is always greener. I'll be happy when. Um, that's what fueled a lot of my ambition um, that I had. Um, I still have it, but you know the the outcome or the intention behind it is different just never able to be content with what was in front of me and to always feel like something was missing. And so, um, I know, I know, I know, I know my contentment is not because I have my beautiful baby boy. It's not because I have my loving husband It's not even because I get to do 
well, part of it is because I get to do what I'm doing right now. There's a lot of, um, it's a lot of privilege, I think, in being able to do my purpose. But what it really is, is because I've learned how to be connected to myself, how to love myself, to give myself the acceptance, love and validation and grace that um, I've always looked outside of myself for. You know, we I gave you a peek into um, what it was like for me to kind of dip back to that place um, that night <laughs> for those few hours. Um, but just for my my constant state of being to be knowing how to be in a deep and intimate relationship with myself has been the biggest gift. It is why I can like enjoy where I am right now. So I'm so grateful that you ladies and gentlemen who may also be watching or persons who may also be watching are taking time out of your days to listen, to allow me to be a part of your healing journeys. Um, and I hope, I hope, I hope I get to help you um, get to those places yourselves um, or to maintain being at those places should you already be there in your own healing journeys. This episode is all about, so I'm going to give you my top two communita- communication tips that I, um, I typically only give to my clients and students um, who I coach. Um, and who may be my face-to-face therapy clients here in Houston. These may be things you already know. These may be things you're already implementing. These may be things that you're like, ooh, top two tips, and then I tell them to you, and you're like, ah, I expect it more. But when I tell you these top two things will change your um, relationships with other people, they will change how you show up with with, um, with them and within yourself, Um, so I strongly, strongly suggest that you take heed and implement them if you are not. Before I get into it, this episode is sponsored by The Healed and Loved Woman, where I am taking a cohort of women on a 12-month healing mentorship experience where I'm going to help you learn how to build self-compassion with yourself, how to get connected to the deeper parts of yourself, how to heal that nagging ache that makes you feel like you're not enough, that there's something missing, that there's a disconnect, um, to work through self-doubt, to unravel all of the messages that um, family has given to you, um, and to give you a foundation of tools and support that you can use whenever you get triggered in those ways, um, to give you a healthy, loving community of women who are cheering you on. Um, at the time of this recording, we're already just a couple days in and already just the energy with, um, the women who've enrolled so far, it's just so sweet and so loving and everyone is so excited. We're doing our onboarding right now where, um, people are getting, um, everyone's getting set up, um, for us to do our deep dive, but it is going to be awesome. Um, those of us who have struggled with our emotions, and um, managing sadness, managing anger, um, even managing some anxiety, um, learning how to tolerate distress, learning how to get present in our body. Some of us, you know, I could ask you, how do you feel? And it's always kind of like, I'm okay. Um, you don't really feel much of anything. Um, teaching you how to do your own 
body work and really engage in the self-healing process. You know, I've created Black Girls Heal for a couple of reasons, um, even though I'm a therapist and um, I just truly, truly believe that therapy is needed and therapy is amazing and I don't see myself not being a therapist one day, maybe, I don't know, conversation for a different day. But um, I think that there is a true, true need for women and people to know how to continue the healing process, even outside of the therapy room. And I think what happens within those 45 to 50 or even 90 minute sessions that you may have with your person is transformative. And there are so many things that happen and trigger you outside of that office um, or the park or wherever you have your sessions at with, with your person, if you are in therapy, um, that you need, you need support with, like, you need to know, what do I do in this situation? You need to know, how do I get to the other side? And, um, and this is what this is. This helps equip us for our self love journeys. So I would love for you to join me. You can join me by going to the healed and loved Don't forget the, the at the beginning, the healed and loved woman.com. Um, and you can still enroll and there's multiple levels, um, to make it accessible to everyone. I'm extending the doors, um, to be open a little bit longer because it is the holidays. And because this is a long-term experience, I want to give women time to get your coins together and come and join me. So there's that. So let's go ahead and dig into my two tips. The first one is all about technology. So, you know, in this day and age, um, we communicate via our phones, via text, via um, DMs, um, of course, via email. And um, it can sometimes be our primary mode of communication versus face-to-face or even phone calls. We prefer written text. It's easier, it's more convenient um, versus us needing to like take the energy to be in relationship with someone (laughs) like true, like tangible, intimate relationship and hear the voice and see their face and all of that. Um, it's more convenient to just send that message and roll over and keep watching Netflix or keep scrolling. Right. But that gets us in trouble whenever we are in conflict, whenever things are tense. And so my first tip is that you never, ever, ever send angry texts or messages that you have a core rule that if you have a problem that you will call them on the phone or wait to see them face to face. So the reasons why it is a problem when we communicate angrily via written message is because you cannot see or hear that person's intentions and you cannot see, they cannot see and hear your intentions and your body language and your messaging as well. Things get escalated, blown out of proportion. You People make assumptions about what you're saying. You make assumptions about what they're saying. You get hot, you get heated. You are taking screenshots and sending it to somebody else. Um, am I crazy? What What do you think about this? Um, and involving other people into the drama or mess, or you're like rereading it, or because you, um, 
because sometimes when we do get triggered, you know, we may miss some messages. We may miss some words in the message. And so we think it says something it didn't actually say because we couldn't hear what the person was saying. Um, and our brain and our fight and our flight response skips four or five steps. So, you know, y'all, <laughs> the amount of, um, the amount of pages of text of messages that I've helped my clients kind of like work through is ridiculous. And then when we talk about, um, well, what happened whenever you talk to them, um, if they talk to them. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Say that they did, then like it's easily rectified within like the first 30 to 45 seconds of the call because that's what was needed. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. 
So here's what I mean, um, or here's how to apply this in a practical form. Basically, you, you can keep in mind a rule that if I have any emotional message that I want to communicate to someone and the message is becoming more than three to four sentences, I need to either pick up the phone and call them or I need to wait to see them face to face. Okay. Um, because that means that there is a lot of content. There is a lot of things that you need to process and that you need to be heard. Um, you are going into your fight response if you're typing pages and pages of text. Um, and so that needs to be cut off because when you send a long page of text to somebody that is equivalent to punching them. That's a, that is equivalent to swinging the first punch. Cause then that person's like, Oh, we send in page text now. Okay. I got you. And then they are going to respond either in kind, or they are going to ignore you, which is another way of kind of shooting an uppercut. Cause then you'll be like, Oh, so you're not going to respond or you're just going to say, okay, which like makes you more upset. Like it's just, it's a vicious cycle. Some of you may even be getting like hyped up. Listen to me say it. I'm getting hyped up myself and I don't even have any like examples, <laughs> like any personal examples, but like, it's just, it's just part of what happens, right? So if you notice that you're starting to send this long message, or if someone started, someone has sent you a page, page of text, my suggestion is that you say, Hey, can we talk about this over the phone? Can I call you? If he or she either sends another page of text, don't read that because you are going to get really upset. Just say, I'd rather talk to talk about this over the phone um, so that we can hear each other. I didn't read that last text message. Call me when you can, or let me know when you're free, or let me know when we can get together. I have never in my experience, and maybe y'all, um, maybe, maybe there's people listening that are different than me. I have never had an experience where I felt good about an angry or emotional texting situation, even if it ended up with resolution, because it took much longer for us to get there. Things were said and put down that could be read and reread. Um, I spent longer and I spent um, more time being um, more agitated and activated because I wasn't able to feel soothed by hearing the other person's other person's tone of voice, um, having that immediate um, understanding of what they were saying, having to wait until their response to like feel heard, still not really knowing if I was heard because this is all over text and I'm trying to get out all of my thoughts at once instead of having like that call and response and that rhythm and flow that is needed to to actually relate to somebody, right? So yeah, my my rule or my first tip for you are no emotional texts, not just angry texts, but even emotional. And I say emotional because when you start off with like, I feel hurt and I feel misunderstood or I feel betrayed and it's all via text, then if they aren't saying exactly what you want them to say, or even if they are saying exactly what you, what you want them to say, you will still feel unresolved because we need to have that tactile 
relationship uh, whenever we're in conflict with someone because what that stirs up is that we don't feel emotionally and sometimes even physically safe and so even if we're not face to face just to have that voice it it gives us that okay so that is tip number one tip number two is um continuing that communication um track so if you are in conflict and even if you're not in conflict I want to give you a qualifier to say whenever you are talking with someone and you're trying to understand what they are communicating. Anytime you're trying to reflect back what you heard the other person say or what you think they're trying to say, you start it off with what I make up about that is fill and then fill in the blank. So let's say someone has hurt my feelings And I'm really feeling like they don't care about me. When I'm in conversation with them, telling them how I feel, because all of you should be communicating with people when your feelings are hurt, um, because hopefully these are people, especially if they're people that you care about, you need to work through it and not be in your grudge-like self. Um, if, If I'm trying to tell them how... I feel what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a qualifier and that qualifier is what I make up about that is fill in the blank. So let's say I'm talking to my friend Chantel. She has made me upset. I say something to the effect of when you didn't call me back the other day, when you promised that you would, I felt really sad. And what I made up about that is that you didn't care about me or you cared more about talking to your boyfriend instead of spending time with me. The what I make up about that is your way of telling them the assumptions that you're making about their intentions in the situation, why they did what they did, um, the impact of what happened um, on their end or on your end, but you're doing it in a way where you are acknowledging that you're making this stuff up. So often what happens in our conflicts with people is we tell what our assumptions and our interpretations are about what the other person said and did as fact, right? There's no space for us saying like, this is, this could totally all be me. I'm owning my part so that the other person feels free to clarify whether or not that is true, that they really just wanted to spend time with their boyfriend that day whether or not they really don't care and have been feeling some kind of way about your relationship and friendship and they were intentionally not um, answering the phone or whether or not that's not true at all and it really was just like a scheduling conflict or something like that. Whenever we are in communication with someone and we are telling them this is how you feel and I know that this is how you feel and we're doing like this mind reading thing, it automatically puts someone on the offense. And you might not be trying to like go there or like start a conflict with someone. You could just honestly be trying to like, I'm just trying to share how I feel. And then the other person explodes or escalates. And then it could unintentionally validate your original fears. Or like, well, this is why I don't tell people things because they get really upset. Well, that's because you just told them that you think that they're a horrible person. And that's what they hear. That might not be the words that you said, but they heard you say that they are a horrible person and they are reacting to that versus you saying what I make up about why this happened or what you were thinking or what, what was going on around it is this. Is that true? 
you know, and uh, what's really great about that qualifier is you don't always have to say, is that true? It is good practice if you do say, is that true? Um, if we were working together um, with me coaching you, I would help you do that um, to have those really positive communication skills. But this is a good place to start. So I would love for you, especially during this holiday season where you may be getting more and more and more triggered for you to say what I make up about that is and then whatever it is you're making up. Sometimes it really, really feels like what is an assumption and what is not fact is truth. And that's where a lot of us get um, stuck in that. Um, we get stuck in our, I'm triggered and this is painful and I'm going to go back to what I know is true about the world and what is true about other people. So this isn't an opinion, so I'm not going to qualify it. And so that's where our healing work really comes into play at because some of us have a skewed perspective of the world. Um, we have a skewed perspective of how other people see us about how we actually are. Um, about some entitlement some of us may feel, about some victim stance that some of us may feel, um, the woe is me or everybody is against me. And then on the other side, some of us think we are very, very intuitive and that we are very, very aware when really we are just very, very arrogant. And we are very, very, and we're that way because of some unhealthy messages that we got before. So all this can be learned and unlearned. So that you can have better relationships and you have them by having a better relationship with yourself first. We are our missing keys. We are our own North Stars. So use these tips to start to guide yourself on a healthy path or course correct or keep doing what you're already doing. So that's it for this episode. Another one under 25 minutes. Yes. In my DJ Khaled voice. Um, that was not a DJ Khaled voice, but you know, you got it. Um, <laughs> I hope y'all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And I look forward to welcoming our newest members of the Healed and Loved Woman within the next couple of weeks to just reclaim and take back the things that were either taken from us or not given to us that we rightfully deserved as young little girls and women um, to fully embrace it um, in 2020 for either the first time or for the first time in a long time. So I love you all. You can join me at thehealedandlovedwoman.com. And that's it for this week. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors.